Welcome to the Raging Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Dixon, Kai Zabo, and Taylor McIntyre. What's up, you turkeys? <laughs> Welcome to episode 42 of the Raging Takes Podcast. Today is Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. I am your host, Brian Dixon, joined as always by my co-hosts, Kai the Commissioner Zabo and Taylor McIntyre, a.k.a. Mac. Good evening, fellas. Even though it's 3 p.m. Salutations. Salutations uh, to you, too. (laughs) Is that Buenos Tardes? Buenos Tardes. Yeah. Uh, Just just letting the the audience know I'm a little little under the weather today, so this is my flu game. Yeah. Going to put up 30 and 10, as always, but, you know, I'm a little under the weather, so uh, I need your sympathy today. So... Uh, sympathize for me, and uh, we got some we got some big news in, uh, in in the NFL world. We got some signings, got some fantasy football talk, and of course we'll do the Week Nine review. Um, let's first start off with the biggest news of the week: the Rams signed Carson Wentz. Uh, <gasps> the yeah, crowd Kai goes is, mild. Kai is going crazy over this. Uh, so I don't know if this tells me that they're just not all that impressed with Brett Rippon or if Stafford is actually legitimately hurt. I don't know. What do you guys think about this? I think it's a, I think it's a mixture of both, honestly. Yeah, the injury to Matt Stafford could be a little bit more than what they're letting on. And I do think that Carson Wentz is a much better backup than Brett Rippon because that showing on Sunday was putrid. Pretty bad, but... I think he's just coming in to be the backup because he was a true game time decision. Stafford was so. I mean, I need him to come back. <laughs> I mean, we all do. We all do. We all need him back. I need Kyron Williams back pronto. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they, so the Rams are on a bye this week. They play the Seahawks next week. Um, I would hope that Stafford will be back for that game. Get, give him two weeks off. I, I, you know, get that thumb right a little bit. Uh, as long as he can grip the football, I imagine he'll play against the Seahawks. Uh, Kyron Williams still has to miss that Seahawks game before he can be taken off of IR. So the long national Kyron Williams nightmare continues. Mm. Um, but I, I assume if if the Rams can get Stafford healthy and get Kyron back, I, I still think the Rams could sneak into the playoffs. Doesn't look great for them right now, though. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense for them to. Do they, they, uh, they they finally have a first round pick now, right? Yeah, they finally mm-hmm. do. Okay. Okay, so that's good. That'd be a good thing. The thing is, I don't know if any of those guys are going to be are going to want to tank or anything like that. Because Stafford's on his last leg. Sean McVay, there's rumors about him retiring left and right every single offseason, It seems like to go to TV or whatever. So I feel like they want to make another run. So I, I, I assume they're going to try to make the playoffs. And with Kyron coming back, that should help too. Um, they still have Puka and Tutu and, and Cooper Cup, obviously as well. So I think the Rams can sneak into like as a seven seed, but I, I definitely wouldn't. I wouldn't expect it. I wouldn't bet money on it, but I think it's possible. Yeah. I don't um, agree with the tanking take though either. It's just Sean McVay doesn't strike me as a guy that would want to tank or even lose. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It probably is smart for them because they're not gonna win the Super Bowl, obviously, but uh it probably would be smart. I agree with Mac, it would be smart to tank, but they're not going to. Stafford and McVay definitely aren't gonna want to tank. So um Next up, another big signing today. Cowboys signed Martavis Bryant to the practice squad. He recently got reinstated by Goodell. Uh, he has not played since 2018 when he was on the Raiders, I believe. Whoa. But uh, I, I don't know. You remember back in the day, Martavis Bryant was a good talent. It's just, you know, he'd had some had some issues. Uh, I can't really remember what the issues were. 
Uh, I think some of it was injury related too. He just couldn't really stay on the field for for a variety of reasons. But he was always very talented, very fast guy. But five years out of the game, I don't know how much left in the tank he probably has. Well, he's been playing in the CFL for a little bit, so it's not like he's. That's like, true. It's not no, like no, he's XFL, wasn't it? Either one of the two, but it's not like he's like cold. You know, it's like he's still been playing football. I think the charges that kind of ailed him in his early career wasn't it like marijuana charges yeah oh i think you might be right yeah, yeah. That's, that rings a bell yeah he got persecuted for that stuff so yeah, yeah basically my point is like he's still playing football right now so i don't think he's going to be as cold as most people think but of course adjusting to nfl level talent is going to be something else that's a good point uh you guys taking a flyer on him mac you take a fancy flyer not. On him? okay nope. me neither <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, but I mean, he, he was really good on the Steelers back in the day. I always thought he was a pretty good player. I definitely Uh, won people championships. I think it was like 2016. He had like an insane week, like during mm -hmm. the playoffs. And yeah, I I do love his talent though. Like I love those like big, fast wide receivers, like how he's sized out to be. So I hope it works out for him, but you know, on the Cowboys, they're not even really using all their weapons. Like they don't even use Tony Pollard. They're not using Brandon cooks or even Michael Gallup. So I kind of don't see the point in this kind of move. Fair enough. Uh, Martavis was a Clemson guy, right? They they turn yeah. out wide receivers there. Oh yeah. I think um, the highest upside you could hope for is like DJ Chark. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, not 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 really worth it in fantasy. Obviously, and like Kai said too, he's gonna be buried on that depth chart, and they don't even really like to use all of their weapons consistently anyway. So, um. Next up, let's talk about some some waiver ads potentially this week. Uh, first up, Noah Brown, former Cowboy, current Texan. He's the wide receiver three there. Uh, obviously, C.J. Stroud just had his best game of his career so far. Uh, what was it, five touchdown passes? Is that uh-huh. what it was? So um, Noah Brown, I mean, I thought he was solid with the Cowboys, uh, and he looked pretty solid. That one touchdown he had this week, I don't, I don't know if he had more than one, but he, I, the one touchdown that he had was, was pretty nice. He, like, flew by those defenders, so... Um, I, I think this is a potential good pickup. I don't know what you guys think, though. Yeah, no, I'm it's trying t- to pick him up. Yeah, me yeah. too. I've, I've, I'm not lowballing myself this time. I'm gonna get him in my dynasty league. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah no, we'll this guy, that. this guy is absolutely worth a flex shot in dynasty, or even maybe even a redraft league too. I mean, the past few weeks, this guy's target shares through the roof in that Texans offense, and CJ Stroud is letting that ball sling. So I'm, I want any part of that offense right now. He's a lot better in Robert Woods too. So oh, absolutely. At, at yeah. this point of Robert Woods' career, I think he could hang on to that spot. Yeah, I mean, he took over because Robert Woods has been injured, but I kind of see him holding on to the role when Robert Woods gets back. Honestly, like he's 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 proved that he can play as a WR three in this offense. Yeah, I agree. What you drinking there, Kai? Let me see that can. Um, it's a Big Dog's Craft Ale. Oh, is that oh. our? Is, it, is he wearing Raiders gear? Actually, oh, uh, yeah, the color. Look at that. It's oh, got, man, I God. mean, uh, it's ironic, though, too, because Big Dogs is a Packer bar here in Vegas. And, true. Yeah, so. It is a Vegas bar, though, so. True. Um, Is it good? Yeah, it's good. It's just a lager, you know. I like the can. It's very pretty. All right. Yeah. That's been beer talk. Yeah. Um, next up, Keaton Mitchell. Uh, running back for the Ravens. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and start with Mac here because I know he's been a Keaton Mitchell guy for a while. It's a nice young man. Um, 
little, little small, but it didn't seem to get in his way on Sunday. He's very fast. That that was oh, kind of yeah. his thing. He's supposed to be a good receiver. Not that they used him too much in that way on Sunday. And yeah, he has upside for sure in fantasy football. He's uh PPR league. It's uh it's a mess over there. Let's be honest. Like I th- I, th- I saw a tweet. I think Justice Hill had like I don't know if it's percent or total snap. I think it was total snaps. Justice Hill had like 48 snaps. Gus Edwards had like five, and then Keaton Mitchell had like around 10 or something like that. Gus, Gus Edwards only had five percent of snaps. Uh, I I think it was. I'm talking wow. total. Total oh, snaps. total snaps, period? Yeah. He came in for the two touchdowns. Touchdown? He had two. Fucking he came hell. in for He came in for the two touchdowns, and then I think he ran the ball like one more time, and then he was out there for pass protection like two more times. Yeah, I mean, they, they like to use Gus Edwards a lot at the goal line, so that kind of makes sense. But, uh, yeah, all three running backs were getting some huge usage in this game. Granted, they were kicking the shit out of the Seahawks, too, but... I kind of like Keaton Mitchell as definitely a flyer to take in a dynasty league. In a redraft league, I'd probably proceed with caution just because we don't know how they're going to use the running backs the rest of the year. He's worth a speculative ad, I think, if you yeah. have a roster spot for sure, though. Uh, out of these guys listed, I think he's the dude I'd be targeting just yeah. out of pure potential. I mean, he's so electric with the ball in his hands, too. He's kind of like a, he kind of reminds me of like a Devon Achan, too. You know, mm-hmm. just could just pop off at any moment with the ball. High praise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He'll be back um, soon, too. He will. Uh, next up, Jake Ferguson, Cowboys tight end. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he might lead the league in targets for a tight end. Is that correct? he's definitely up there he's definitely up there uh but yeah i I mean this isn't a must add guy or anything like that i mean fuck he's had two two really good weeks in a row but you're gonna have down games too but that's with every tight end he's definitely worth an ad he's the number 12 tight end in ppr this year uh 22 points last week against the eagles 14 against the rams the week before so i I, i've i've been on jake ferguson all year long i think he's been a pretty solid Um, tight end that you could probably play almost every week so he has 43 targets, which is good for 14th in the league. I don't oh, know. If- fuck, I wasn't even close. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. The league I mean, or tight ends? I meant wait, tight ends. Wait, wait. What I, I want to add on is, like, he is the first look in the red zone. So maybe you're thinking red zone targets. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. So, like, we take that all day long in fantasy football. I mean, yeah, he's getting used quite a lot in this offense, too, even more than like the WR2 and the WR3 over there in Dallas. So I definitely think this is absolutely worth an ad. Yeah, this guy was going off against the Eagles on Sunday. Yeah, Dak ain't playing too bad, so why not? For now. For now. Uh... Next name to talk about, Cade Auden, who had a fucking fantastic game. Honestly, it might be the game of his career. Uh, yeah, for sure. He had the best game of his career. Six catches, 70 yards, two touchdowns on nine targets. Good for 23 points in PPR. Uh, what about this one, guys? Are we are we adding Cade Auden? I think a specu- speculative ad. I don't think I'd plug him into my lineup unless the matchup was pretty juicy, but I like Cade Auden's talent. If you need somebody, Travis Kelsey owners, um, you know, he's on a bye this week. I don't I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't think this is like a oh, you're 
you pick him up and your tight end issues are solved for the rest of the season or anything like that. I think it's kind of just like you can throw him in there if you if you have a spot that you need to uh, play it. Like like Max said, you got Kelsey on bye or whatever. Mark Andrews has a bye coming up. Throw him in. You had Goddard. Uh, I think it could work out. Hurt, you know. Yeah, that's true too. Dallas Goddard got hurt. Yeah, so because like if you look at the rest of the games this season, I mean, three points, ten points, two points, ten, two nine eight. So it's not like he's been doing good at all. He only has one other touchdown other than those two, and this was a very high-scoring game. Right, we'll get to it in a minute, but this was probably the game of the year. So they still have Godwin. They still have Evans in that uh, offense. They like to throw the ball to Rashad White, too, out of the backfield. So I don't think this is a must-add or anything like that. Just kind of like, oh, bi-week fill-in, sure. I'll see what Kate Odden has for me this week. Definitely a dynasty ad, for sure. Another nice young man. I can agree with that. Um Okay, let's go ahead and get into the review. Um, we'll start off with Monday Night Football. Chargers 27, Jets 6. Yeah. Stinky game. Yeah. I didn't watch any of this game. Uh, Herbert, 16 of 30, 136 yards, plus 17 yards on the ground. Eckler, 14 for 47, two touchdowns. Still hasn't been able to get like his yards per carry going yet. Yeah. Uh, two catches much. for 23 for Eckler as well. So the two touchdowns really helped him out for sure in that uh, Keenan Allen, eight for seventy-seven. Also had like one of the best catches of the year so far. Did oh, you guys see that catch? Yeah. Oh yeah. That was, that was, that was insane. So good. I think that was the one that put him over ten thousand total yards. Oh, it, ha- it nice. happened. In, um, it happened in the game. I'm not sure if that was the specific catch that did it, but that's quite the feat. Second um, all time on the Chargers. <laughs> Gerald Everett had two catches for 18 yards, including one where he was like breaking tackles left and right, and they just won't throw him the ball. He's a good player. I don't know why he doesn't. He re, like he never gets used, and no matter what what team he plays for, because he he was on the Rams and Seahawks before too, right? And they just never mm-hmm. really used him that hard. Um, he had a battle for snaps with Higby, who's Higby's good too, but I, I don't know. Gerald Everett's a, no, he's not. No, no I, I like not. Higby. I think Gerald Everett is probably more talented though. So I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think. And especially with Kellen Moore there, like Kellen Moore likes to use the tight ends. At least he did in Dallas, right? So it's kind of weird that they don't really use him more. And, and they have Parham too, but I, I personally think Everett's better than Parham. Um, yeah, as a receiver, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Quentin Johnston, two for 14. He still can't get it going, even with injuries in front of him. I think they were using Jalen Guyton over him a lot, weren't they? Just came off IR, yeah. yeah. And then Josh Palmer, him. of course, went on IR before this game too, so he's going to be out about a month. Uh, so that kind of stinks for Josh Palmer. Uh, on the defensive side for LA, Joey Bosa, two and a half sacks. Khalil Mack had two sacks. Tuli, tu, tui pu, pu. Uh, the other defensive lineman had two sacks. <laughs> you had tui, it, I think. Tui Pelotu? Yeah. There yeah, yeah, there you go. I don't even know if he's a defensive lineman. He might be a cooking. linebacker. Mahalo, <laughs> Let brother. Me cook. Mahalo. Uh, Zach Wilson, 33 of 49. 263 yards, plus he had two lost fumbles. Brees Hall, 16 for 50, plus four catches for 10 yards. Garrett Wilson had seven for 80 and a fumble. Tyler Conklin, six for 66. Xavier Gibson had two for 32. Michael Carter, six for 24 out of the backfield. Um, was did you like guys watch this game? The last drive. <laughs> oh, was it really? It was just garbage time, Michael Carter? Yeah, they were just trying to drive down the field for whatever reason. It was stressing me out because I needed Garrett Wilson to not catch another pass to win one of my fantasy matchups. And yeah, it was all going to Michael Carter. So I was like, all right, sure. 
Did you guys watch this game? I didn't watch it. Yeah, I watched a good portion. Yeah, it was just pretty much, um, you know, offensively for the Chargers, they didn't really have to do too much. Most of the time they were working with a short field because they were getting a lot of turnovers in great field position too, mind you. Um, yeah, no, a uh, defensive line for the Chargers went absolutely off. I think they had like eight sacks in the game. And uh, yeah, Zach Wilson just really couldn't do much. I mean, he had a decent game. It's just he gave up the ball too much. Yeah, and then there was the the punt return, 87-yard punt return by Dar- Darius Davis, like, right in the beginning of the game for a touch. Yeah, for a touchdown. Yeah. And so. uh, the Jets also fumbled, like, within their own 10-yard line, which is how Eckler got his second touchdown. So he didn't really need to do too much, too, but he still got two touchdowns. He did have a nice run, though, where he broke a couple of tackles. Yeah. I remember that. So we got Jets this week on Monday Night Football, and then they play the Raiders on Sunday Night Football this week. So back-to-back Jets primetime game. So that, Ooh, that's that's fun. Yeah. Um, if they have to play the new look Raiders too. You don't want to. You don't want to face the new look Raiders. Am I right, guy? That is correct. Uh, Antonio Pierce is going to feel them. Absolutely. Uh, all right. I think that's it for that game. Uh, next up. Sunday Night Football, Bengals 24, Bills 18. Joe Burrow officially back. He's already been back, but he's officially, officially back. 31 of 44, 348 yards and two tutties. Joe Mixon 14 for 37, a touchdown. Five for 31 through the air. T. Higgins 8 for 110. Tyler Boyd had three for 56. Uh, A fella named Tanner Hudson had four for 45. Jamar Chase four for 41. Jamar Chase also apparently has a back injury uh, that, that... got progressively worse throughout the game, he said, and now he's day to day or week to week. I can't. Remember. I think he's. I think he's day to day. Taking a day to day, so I don't know if he's going to play this week. That's tough. He landed um, real hard on his back. Yeah, it's not good. Drew Sample three for thirty and a touchdown for him. Irv Smith Jr. had three for twenty six and a touchdown. And then on the other side, Josh Allen was twenty six of thirty eight, two hundred and fifty eight yards, a touchdown and a pick. Plus 44 rushing yards and a touchdown. Got uh, a taunting penalty because he was laughing at one of the Bengals defenders who he who he uh, tricked into jumping in the air. Very funny. Uh, the flags for taunting are so stupid. Make no the fun game league. Fun. No fun league. Uh, James Cook was six for 20 on the ground, four for 19 in the air. Stefan Diggs six for 86 and a touchdown. I mean, he's one of the more consistent fantasy players in the league. Uh, he's going to get you a good amount of points every single week, no matter what. Dalton Kincaid, 10 catches for 81 yards, plus a fumble. Khalil Shakur was four for 57. So uh, a potential playoff matchup. It was a rematch of a playoff game last year. It was also a rematch of the DeMar Hamlin game from last year. Um, It seems like the Bengals kind of have this little, I don't know if you even want to call it a rivalry, honestly. It seems like the Bengals got this on lock. Uh, They they seem to play the Bills really well. I mean, I've, I've been saying it, man. Bengals, most dangerous team in the NFL once they're going and going. Yeah, if they're healthy, they're they're going to hurt people. They're yeah. going to make them work for it. I really do think Dylan's raging take is looking good right now. Joe Burrow could be the MVP this year. Could happen. Could and happen. That, uh, that Dalton Kincaid, the fumble, I just wanted to mention, he had a, a great game, but that fumble was kind of the, the end of it for them, unfortunately for him. Yeah, it was kind of the the turning point, huh? Yeah, it was right towards the end of the game there when they were driving, and I, he got it stripped, I think, like in midair. So it's just like it's tough. I imagine T. Higgins will probably be like a top twelve wide receiver moving forward if Chase misses time. Oh yeah, 
I fucking hope so. Yeah. I mean, everyone yeah, knows how everyone knows how good he game. is. You know. Yeah. Sounds like he doesn't want to be there past this year, though. This is his contract year, so. So yeah, kind of kind of interesting. I think he wants to be a one somewhere. Yeah, I mean, this Raider. Is... Hmm? Uh, Devontae Adams? Devontae's not selfish. He'll let him be the one. We, we can just yeah. lie to tease face. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, he, he looked good in Eagle Green, right? Right, Kai? Oh, yeah. We'll find the spot for think, him. Kai just thinks every wide receiver is going to come to the Eagles. That's why I, uh, every every time we talk about receivers moving, I'm like, oh, Kai, Kai. He's going to the fucking Chiefs. God, did see <laughs> Kai is an Eagles guy, and then Mac is just like everyone's going to the Chiefs. It's everyone's like, going to the Chiefs, dude. Every, they'll find the money. Mm. Uh, the but yet they never do. Um, they never do. Yeah. I, what, what else do you guys want to talk about in this game? I don't really have much more than that. Like, I mean, it was it was within a touchdown. I didn't really think it was all that close though. Like the Bengals pretty much had control of this game. I thought. Um, there is one thing I will say. So I didn't put it in the waiver wire pickups, but I still think Khalil Shakir is worth an add in leagues. I think he is showing out a little bit better than Gabe Davis is these past like few him. weeks. Yeah. I like him. He's Davis fast. is just so inconsistent. Did he, he didn't even have a catch this game, did he? No. Nope. And uh, Khalil Shakir has caught every target thrown his way the last three weeks. Get out of town. Aw, shucks. Bye, Gabe Davis. No, I don't know. <laughs> Look at that guy stat. Uh, it's because his name is almost like yours, huh? Can't spell right. Khalil without Kai. Get rid of the L's, yeah. <laughs> Get rid of the L's. Kai didn't take any L's, so it uh, makes sense. Um, that's good. Right. That was good. Let's move, thank you. Let's move on. <laughs> the sickness hasn't gotten to all of my brain yet. Yet, uh, Chiefs 21, Dolphins 14. This was the uh, Germany game, Frankfurt Pat Mahomes, 20 of 30, 185, and two touchdowns, plus 24 rushing guards. Pacheco, 16 for 66. Noah Gray, 3 for 34. Sky Moore, 2 for 33. Jarek McKinnon, 2 for 22, and a touchdown. MVS was 2 for 22. Rasheed Rice was 2 for 17. I hate looking at the Chiefs wide receiver stats. They're so fucking annoying. It's disgusting. Every single player has two catches for 15 yards. It's crazy. Every single game, too. It's crazy. And then one of them will have a touchdown. Um, I guess this time it was two of them. What were you going to say? No, I said, and yet they're still winning. Their Somehow. defense is winning. Yeah. Their defense is really good. Mm-hmm. It's like, really good. It's unreal how good it is. Nobody they never have that. a bad defense necessarily, but I feel like this is probably the best defense Mahomes has had. Yeah, I mean, they never have a good defense. This is like the first year. So now Mahomes It's never can, bad, though, either. It's just yeah. usually just like middle of the pack. Yeah. It's good enough for them to win a Super Bowl. But now Mahomes can just take a back seat and just be like, oh, defense will bail me out a little bit here and there. Well, he's got no choice because all of his receivers stink. Yeah. It's not really him taking a back seat. So it's just got no one to throw to, really. Uh, I dare one of these Chiefs receivers to get more than eight catches in a game. I dare him. I dare him. Get over 100 yards. I, I dare you. Also, what, did Nick uh, Kelsey not do anything? No, he didn't do much at all. He had like what four was his points. stat line? It was like two for fourteen or something. It was. Kai, gross. Kai we got to have an intervention on pod about your note skills here. Why are you putting MVS two for twenty two up? But you, Tra- Travis Kelsey's nowhere to be found because he had more than Travis Kelsey. Yeah, but it's Travis you, Kelsey, dude. I don't want to talk about. You gotta Marcus put Taylor's girlfriend in. Taylor's girlfriend. <laughs> 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 I mean, dude, Travis Kelsey does not Taylor's do good. Taylor's girlfriend's Brittany Mahomes. 
Travis Kelsey, man. I don't know. There's something. There's some witchcraft in the water. Whatever, it, dude. And you're Put disrespecting. You're disrespecting mother by not putting her boyfriend up on the on the stat sheet. Don't yeah. let it happen again, Kai. Write it down. It, the Swifties will come for us if you ever yeah. do that again. Um, for the Dolphins, Tua was 21 of 34, 193 in a touchdown. Mostert 12 for 85 in a touchdown. Tyreek eight for 62 in a fumble. Uh, Jalen Waddle three for 42 plus 12 rushing yards. Jeff Wilson three for 32. Cedric Wilson had a 31 yard touchdown. So the Dolphins just can't beat anybody good. Nah. Yeah, I mean, fair enough to them though too. This is a great defense. The uh, Chiefs have been shutting every team down that they've fl- played so far. So, I mean, you got to beat somebody though here. Like they oh, yeah. they have three losses and they're all to the Chiefs, Eagles, and and uh, Bills. So it's yeah. like. It's definitely concerning, uh, but Tua Tua did have a mature moment after this game. He he took the blame for this loss, which I do appreciate from him. I think I think they'll they have some time to get it together for sure. Get some guys back, Achan and stuff. See what they A-chan can do. Will help. Yeah, they just need to. That defense has just got a lot of holes in it. A lot mm-hmm. of holes in it. Uh, as the leader of the Dolphins fan club, I am officially worried about the Dolphins' defense. I don't, I don't know if they're going to be good enough for the offense to win any playoff games, but still rooting for them. I'm rooting for the Dolphins and the Bengals this year. Those are the two teams I'm rooting for. Okay. Um, next up, Raiders 30, Giants 6. Aiden O'Connell in his second start, 16 of 25 for 209 yards. Uh, they wanted to pound the rock with Josh Jacobs, and they did. 26 carries, 98 yards, two touchdowns. Finally. Jacoby, Jacoby Myers, two catches for 38 yards, plus a 17-yard rushing touchdown. Uh, I tinkered in two leagues and took Jacoby Myers out of both leagues. And oh, granted, I mean, it's not like Myers had an amazing game, but I put in instead George Pickens in one league, who had okay. 1.9 points, I believe. And then the other league, I put in Michael Thomas, who had a big, fat fucking zero. Oh. So, not my finest moment this week. Um, still recovering. Trey Tucker, two for 52. That dude can fly. He's he's going to be a good deep threat for them, I think. Devontae Adams, four for 34. Hunter Renfro, two for 32. And both of his catches were actually like really nice catches, too. I was like, oh, baby, back. He's so back. Um, Max Crosby had three sacks. I mean, Crosby is... He's insane. Uh, he's got to be, like, as crazy as this is to say, I think he's, like, underrated. Like, I, 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 like he's so fucking good. He's probably a top 10 defensive player in the league, probably. But I feel like he just doesn't get talked about as much for, like, a top 10 guy. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's starting to change, though. He's I mean, up there with Nick Bosa and TJ Watt. And so people yeah. who know Ball know Max Crosby and his mm-hmm. effect on the game. I do agree with you. Yeah, he's on the same level as those two guys, but he doesn't get talked in the same realm as those guys. I think he's still under TJ. I think TJ is the best defender in the league by, mm-hmm. I would say, like, not a good margin, but it's there's some room between him and second place. I, I do think he's on Bosa's level, though, for sure. Well, the thing um, about TJ is you can, like, drop him into coverage, and he's actually good at that, too. Like, exactly. That's, that's insane. Like, he can literally do almost everything on the defensive side of the ball. He's dude's just a fucking animal. Uh, I, I the, would honestly say that Max Crosby's on the same level as TJ Watt in the pass rushing department, though. He is. A, he, I mean, he's, an, he's second in the NFL in sacks, I believe, this year. So, I mean, yeah, he's obviously excellent. He makes his presence known every single every single game. He doesn't take a snap off hardly ever. 
Uh, he, I mean, he plays hard. Uh, he's got some attitude to him too, like you saw in that quarterback series. Him and Mahomes getting into it. Like he, he, he does that every game. He gets into it with somebody in the backfield, whether it's a running back or an offensive lineman or a quarterback. He's like in their faces talking shit. Like he is like the spiritual leader for the Raiders. I, I think he should be like the the if if it was like a hockey team where they had a captain, only one captain. I think Max Crosby should be the captain of the Raiders. He's just has uh has Raiders written all over him. Uh, and actually, literally, because he has a Raiders tattoo. Raiders defense had eight sacks, two picks, and five pass breakups in this game. They looked excellent. I mean, it was against the Giants, so whatever. But still, Daniel Jones had four for nine, 25 yards. Uh, left with a knee injury. It was confirmed that he has a torn ACL, and he is out for the season. Tommy DeVito, 15 of 20 in his place for 175, a touchdown and two interceptions. Saquon was 16 for 90, plus 23 yards on three catches through the air Darius Slayton four for 59 Daniel Bellinger three for 43 and Wandell Robinson four for 35 with their lone touchdown of the day Uh, after this game they all the Raiders had like victory cigars and shit in the in the locker room all provided to them by Max Crosby apparently uh and they were like you know celebrating all this stuff people on I saw people on Twitter just hate down this like what they do win the Super Bowl is like they're happy they they fired the worst coach like in NFL history like let them have let them have one let them have one they won 30 to 6 so this is like easily the highest point total they've had all year i think the the previous high was 19 so uh they had never they hadn't scored 20 points in a single game this week and they had scored 20 at halftime so before halftime so let him celebrate one. Yeah, the ding dong, the witch is dead. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, the Giants are a fucking train wreck. Yeah, it's about to yeah. get worse and worse. There's nothing. Like, there's no bright spot here for the Giants, except for Saquon. And he said he didn't want to be traded when it sounded like they, they might have done it. So it's like. I don't know what he's thinking, but goodness gracious, you know. I mean, we'll have to see what happens with Tyrod, because I still do like Tyrod as QB for them, so we'll see. Well, he got put on IR, so we get Tommy Danny DeVito. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense for him to start when he gets back, honestly. You might as well see what a young guy has, right? Because Tyrod's not your franchise guy, and he's uh, not a young guy, so the Giants well, aren't doing anything. For, how did this team make the playoffs last year? How did they win a playoff game? Um, the it's basically sc- the same team. The schedule. For sure. I mean, they they beat the Vikings in the playoffs. Yeah, but, you know, the Vikings, you know, they and got fucking dick they, kicked by the Eagles. Vikings choke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to, to understand how the Giants were good last year and now are this terrible this year. Um, Wondell Robinson, no touchdown. Good for him. I think we're all Wondell friend, fans in this uh, on this podcast. Yeah. I've never never met a Wandale I didn't like. True that, brother. Um, I guess the Raiders too this week brought back like dancing circles at practice to like end the practice. You know, go out there and dance. And I, I saw Max Crosby on McAfee's show this week, and uh, McAfee was just like trying to egg him on. And was like, so how long? Uh, you guys weren't doing dancing circles this year. He's like, no, no, we stopped. He's like, how long has that been going on? And Crosby's like, uh, like a year and a half. <laughs> Josh McDaniels timeline. And, and <laughs> Fat Mac, he's like, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. So <laughs> McDaniels apparently just was not a fan of fun whatsoever. Did you guys hear about that rumor uh, of the meeting that they had this week too? Which Crosby oh, said, Crosby debunked, but at the same time, like, uh, 
would you expect him to admit to it? So I don't know if Kai, if you heard this rumor or not, but uh, apparently they had like a, um, a no holds bar meeting uh, this week before McDaniels got fired. And it was kind of like an airing of grievances. And uh, from what I heard, the, you know, a lot of the players were basically like telling McDaniels everything that they don't like about him and shit, you know, and obviously you can imagine what that was like. And then uh, Antonio Pierce started talking is like, you know, the Patriot way was the Patriot way. We need to get back to the Raider way, which is like running the ball and being tough and this, that and the other. And he was not like like uh, so he was bringing it back to like the 07 Super Bowl. Antonio Pierce was on the Giants back then with against the undefeated Patriots. The Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Obviously, Antonio Pierce was kind of like not like talking shit about the Patriots, but he said a couple of like, oh, we knew that they were going to do this and this and that's how we beat them. And Josh McDaniels like got in his face and like, don't ever talk about the Patriots like that. <laughs> and Tony feels like, what the fuck? And then uh, the rumor is it got to Mark Davis, and Mark Davis is like, okay, I'm fucking done with this guy. Max Crosby debunked that. They say, he said that the meeting did happen, but that specifically didn't happen about the Patriots. But Jake Glazer was the one that reported it, and he has some pretty good sources. I usually like to believe Jake Glazer, so I don't know what the truth is. But if that was the truth, it's like, what the fuck is Josh McDaniels' problem, dude? Sounds pretty likely. He realized he'll never be anything without Bill Belichick, most likely. Him and Brady, yeah, I guess so, dude. Uh, does McDaniels get another job? In the like NFL? offense coordinator? He's, he, Not he's a, he won't get a head coach, obviously, but we'll, he'll probably get a quarterback coach, Patriots. right? He's crawling back. You know he, he is. Well, there's, now there's rumors about Belichick getting fired, which I don't know if I believe, but mm. if he got fired, McDaniels is not coming back there. I, I would seriously doubt. Fired from being a GM, that needs to happen. That I agree with. Yeah, I, I personally wouldn't fire Belichick a coach, but apparently Robert Kraft is not too happy with how the team has been the last couple of seasons. But he lost the best quarterback of all time. It's going to take some time to recover, you know? Yeah, and the replacement is not good enough. Sure ain't. <laughs> uh, my least favorite Mac, I'll tell you that much. Hmm. Okay. Thank you. Eagles 28, Cowboys 23. Let's go. Keep it in your pants, guy. Jalen Hurts, 17 to 23, 207 and two touchdowns plus a rushing touchdown. Swift, 18 for 43 uh, on the ground. Two catches for 31 yards in the air. Kenneth Gainwell got a touchdown, also had 22 rushing yards. A.J. Brown, 7 for 66 and a touchdown. So didn't get over 125, but still had an excellent game. Uh, Devontae Smith, 3 for 51 and a touchdown. I feel like Devontae, I mean, I know he kills the Commanders. I feel like he kills the Cowboys, too. Is that right, Kai? Does Devontae Smith usually have good games against the Cowboys? I feel like that's... Yeah, definitely. His thing Um, is also when Goddard goes out, that's when he started balling last year. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. now that Goddard's going out, look for some production increase out of Devonta Smith, for sure. Who's their uh, backup tight end? Brent Selleck? No. (laughs) I do, I do love that guy though. Uh, that's a Kai question. I actually don't um, know. Fuck, is L.J. It a, Smith. L.J. Smith. God, you're bringing me, you're bringing me <laughs> back right now. The backup tight end right now is Jack Stoll. I've never heard of that man before in my entire fucking yeah, life. So, uh, honestly, with the Eagles tight end situation, it's never just like I don't feel like they have like a true backup tight end because they usually use Jack Stoll, Calcaterra. And now they even have Albert O in the lineup hanging around there. So maybe we see him appear somehow. Jack Costera. Who the hell is that, dude? I don't know either of those two guys. I know Albert O, obviously. I don't know the other two. I said uh, Grant Calcaterra. Grant Calcaterra. Calcaterra. Uh, um, 
Yeah, as they, they uh, alluded to, Goddard is injured. He had three for 50 in this game, fractured his forearm. He's on IR. Brandon Graham had a, a sack and a half. The Eagles defense total had five sacks, 10 quarterback hits, and six pass breakups on the Cowboys. For Dallas, Dak was 29 of 44, 374 yards, three touchdowns. Prescott's been playing pretty pretty good lately. Um, that's a pretty solid stat line. Uh, Tony Pollard, they got to get back to, to running the ball more with Pollard, dude. 12 for 51 plus three catches for 12 yards. Uh, C.D. Lamb had 11 catches, 191 yards, and a fumble. Jake Ferguson, 7 for 91 and a touchdown. Jalen Tolbert, 3 for 49 and a touchdown. Gavante Turpin had a five-yard touchdown catch. And Micah Parsons had a sack and a half. Um, Parsons, like, hurt hurts for a second, didn't he? Jalen Hurts looked a little hobbled, and then he came back. I think it was right before halftime, maybe. And then when halftime uh, uh, went on, he came jogging back onto the field. Definitely didn't look like he was 100%, though. I mean, he's been dealing with a lingering knee injury for a few weeks mm-hmm. now. So, yeah, he might have re-aggravated it because of the Parsons hit. Good on him for being tough and playing through it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure no, that, I mean, that, that looked like it hurt. I mean, say yeah. say what you will about Jalen Hurts, but the guy's a leader. He's going to oh, do whatever it takes to win. Also, Pollard got a, a touchdown called back because of a offensive lineman something. Can't remember exactly. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, um, were, there was a lot of penalties in this game, though, for sure. A lot of laundry on the field. And no mothers around. Were you impressed by the Eagles? Uh, I'm sure I'm sure Donna Kelsey was somewhere. Um, yeah, right, were, you, were you impressed by the Eagles showing, Kai? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I mean, they almost looked, gave it away at the end. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the defense is still a huge liability in the secondary portion of it. The D-line is still helping us stay in games. You know, Brandon Graham showed up in huge moments, got some uh, crucial sacks when we needed them the most. I'm definitely very worried about the secondary, though. I mean, granted, this is one of the better passing offenses in the league, too, in Dallas. But like I I will continue to say, luckily the Eagles' offense is so good, and they can kind of mask those inefficiencies for however long it may take. So, What do you think about uh, the linebacking core as well? Would you like to see more out of them? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much just like the D line. The linebackers are okay, and the pass coverage is even worse. Yeah. Just kind of the further back you get, yeah. falls off. It's yeah. like, a, it's like, it like goes in like a layer, essentially. Um, so this was a game that Dallas pretty much needed. I mean, they, they can, I mean, they can still hang tough in the East, but the Eagles have a pretty good chokehold on the, uh, on the NFC East right now. So, I mean, so a league. lot of season to go, but, the Eagles looking primed for a for a one seed in the uh, NFC right now. Yeah, um, for that bye. Yeah, we'll have to see though. I mean, like I said, minor sliding help too. Yeah, I sure. mean, I'm I'm happy we got this win though because we're eight and one now, and now we're getting into the tough part of our schedule. This is going to be really tough for the next four or five weeks because we have like opponents like Kansas City, Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, I believe. Yeah, it's just, it's going to be tough. Oh my gosh, they really have a really tough games. schedule coming up. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad we're eight and one because you know we could afford a few losses and we're still most likely going to lock up a playoff seed here. Cool. Um, Colts twenty seven, Panthers thirteen. Uh, Frank Reich revenge game. Gardner Minshew seventeen of twenty six, one hundred twenty seven yards and a touchdown. Jonathan Taylor, 18 for 47 on the ground, five catches, 22 yards, and a touchdown through the air. That's pretty good, 23 touches. 
Uh, Zach Moss was only seven for 26. So finally, it looks like they're starting to use Jonathan Taylor more so than Moss. Uh, Michael Pittman, eight for 64. Josh Downs only had one catch for 10 yards left with a knee injury. I haven't heard any more about that. Do you guys have an update on him? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Moore, the second, had two pick sixes. Uh, completely destroyed me in fantasy. I was playing against the Colts defense and special teams. It Yikes. fucking oh, devastating. Devastating. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, 16 for 58, plus four catches for nine yards. Miles Sanders, six for 39, plus three catches for 22 yards. Um, Hayden Hurst, six for 39 is back, <laughs> sure. Uh, Hayden Hurst, two for 54. Adam Fleet, Adam Threeland, uh, five for 29. St- Stephen Sullivan or Steven Sullivan, Ooh. four catches for 28 yards. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> hey, who is this? Get him off my notes, dude. Write it down. <laughs> DJ Chark, two catches for nine yards and a touchdown. Oh this game goodness. sucked, bro. Uh, it it yeah. did not get a lot of airtime. Um, did you? Oh, I, I skipped over Bryce Young. Bryce Young, you 24 for 39, 173 yards, a touchdown, three interceptions. I, my brain was just like, we don't got to talk about him. One touchdown, three interceptions, 41 rushing yards. And quite frankly, all three interceptions were horrible picks. Yeah. Horrible. Like, what was he looking at type He's, of interceptions? He can only see the receiver, not any of the guys in the opposite jerseys around them. And I don't want to, like... You know, like jump off the ledge here with Bryce Young because he's still got plenty of time to get better. A lot of a lot of the times, quarterbacks' first seasons are are legit struggles, but it hurts him showing that all the other rookie quarterbacks have been pretty solid. Like Anthony Richardson was pretty good before he got hurt. C.J. Stroud obviously is having a tremendous season. Will Levis bounced on the scene with a with a four touchdown game. So it, it hurts Bryce Young big time, and he got named the starter today too. Congratulations to to William, the Mayo man. Um, so it, it just, it's less so about Bryce young and more so that it hurts that the other three look like they're doing a lot better. Uh, granted they're also in slightly better situations. Not, not a tremendous amount. All four of those teams were, were pretty bad last year. I don't, the Titans didn't make the playoffs. No, they didn't. Right. So all four teams were pretty bad last year, but still, I think the Panthers were easily the worst situation of the four. So I don't know. I still think Bryce young has a chance to be good, but he looks dog shit right now. Well, let's talk about some speculation here. Do you think C.J. Stroud would succeed with this offense? I mean, yes. he'd, he'd be better. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Just wanted I to ask that no for the, Yeah, I just wanted to ask that for the viewers because, you know, I, me personally, I thought the Panthers messed up by taking Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. He knows how to find his guy, dude. He is, like... I was so quarter, high on him. Quarterback vision is... He's got. We'll talk about that game in a second. But Fucking man, stupid, Absolutely. stupid S two cognitive test. Get out of here. <laughs> you tell him, Kai. Uh, I, it also doesn't help Bryce Young that I think Frank Reich is severely overrated oh, as a coach. I God, think he's God so awful. bad. God he's awful. so bad. Do you think he can be I, one honestly, and done? Yes, I don't think he will be though. I think it's possible. I don't think he will be though, because the Panthers didn't have high expectations this year, anyways. Frank, I mean, Frank Te- Frank Tepper is that his name? Frank Tepper? Uh, no, it's uh, it's not Frank Tepper. It's it is Tepper. I don't. Why did I call I him? Oh, because Frank, right? right. <laughs> they could both they could both be Franks. Panthers owner David Tepper. Ah, he's a David. David Tepper is, from all reports I've heard, is the biggest micromanager you've ever heard. Really? Billionaires, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... 
I don't know. Possible. Uh, I, I legitimately think Frank Reich is in like the Arthur Smith tier of coaches. I just don't think he really knows what he's doing. He's, he's likable. He, is he though? I kinda... Do you like Arthur Smith? No, uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Frank Reich is likable. Yeah, Arthur yeah, Smith is not. Yeah, I don't yeah. think either of them are likable personally, but I, oh, okay, I, okay. I don't think Frank Reich's unlikable. I just don't think he shows too much personality over there on the sideline. <laughs> Just looks like an old man reading a fucking deli breakfast menu at all times. Looking at the play sheet, um, I'm I'm just oh. mad because I I I've drafted Colts players while or uh, not Colts players. Um, yeah, Colts players. He was a Colt coach, right? I, like Jonathan Taylor fucked me over with him. I, was, I just like so bad last year. Yeah, yeah. I, I just it just doesn't make sense when coaches won't give the ball to their best players. Uh, not really his problem with the Panthers, but yeah, I still don't I still don't have too high of thoughts about Frank Reich. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about in this game? Thielen didn't really show out. Uh, he's been kind of slowed down the last couple of weeks. No, I mean, good for the Colts and good for Gardner Minshew. I love that he's winning games as a starting quarterback. Minshew mania in full force. Okay, let's talk about the game of the year so far, in my opinion. I think this is the best game so far in the oh, NFL this, was, this year. This was so fun. Texans 39, Buccaneers 37. This went back and forth to the wire. Um... C.J. Stroud was 30 of 42 for 470 yards and five touchdowns. Single-game rookie passing record, uh, yardage-wise. Devin Singletary was 13 for 26. Noah Brown, 6 for 153 and a touchdown. Dalton Schultz, 10 for 130 and a touchdown, plus a fumble. Uh, Tank Dell was 6 for 114 and two touchdowns. Nico Collins was 3 for 54 and a touchdown. And then on the Tampa side, Baker, 21 of 30, 265, and two touchdowns. Rashad White, 20 for 73 with two touchdowns on the ground, four for 46 through the air. Mike Evans was four for 87. Kate Auden was six for 70. Did Mike Evans not have a touchdown? No, it was down at the one, right? Mm -hmm. That touchdown at the end. Yeah, he got pushed Um, out. And then Rashad White converted, I believe, if I remember correctly. Kate Auden, six for 70. Trey Palmer, three for 51. Godwin, two for 16. Uh, come on, Godwin, for fuck's sake. Um, so thoughts about this game. Uh, I, I was having a ton of fun watching that. I mean, I was watching red zone, but every time they cut to this game, I'm like, this is, this is electric. Dude. I mean, CJ Stroud, I think it's just, I mean, it is, I don't even think this is too bold to say this guy. is not even the best rookie wide receiver in the league. I think he's a top or not wide receiver quarterback. I think he's a top 10 quarterback right now. Currently already. Oh yeah. Raging take. That is a raging take. Get that hold turkey. On, hold on, hold on. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's too bold to say, man. I think CJ Stroud, if he's not a top 10 already, he's going to be in the next year or two. They can, they can only go up from there, right? Yeah, this guy is elite. Yeah, it's... uh. He's just so fun to watch, dude. I am so impressed by everything. His passing mechanics, his vision, the way he leads his team. There's just, there's everything to like about this guy, honestly. What what was that safety's name on on the TikTok that I sent you? Petre? Petre. Oh, Oh, I saw that TikTok. Yeah. That was sent it to us. Yeah. Yeah, So after the game, the reporters were asking him about CJ Stroud, and he's like, yeah, they, they did a blood test the last week or whatever to see how much veggies is in your bloodstream. And it was just all ice. It was just all ice for him. Uh, I, very funny. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, the sentence 
test to see how much veggies is in your bloodstream made me laugh out loud. I don't know why. I, I, I didn't even know if that makes sense. I just I thought that was such a such a funny line. Um, really good. I mean, honestly, the Buccan. I thought the Buccaneers had this at the end, and then the Texans basically walked it off. Right? Was it? it was yeah, like it was, it was like a walk off. Seconds left or something like that. Right? We left in the game. The mm-hmm. drive started. The final one for the Texans was like fifty seconds total. Yeah. So it was yeah. Like, and CJ Stroud just threw it down the field. It's crazy. Too much time left on the clock for CJ Stroud. Tank Dell has been very inconsistent fantasy wise this year, but when he has a good game, he has a really good game. Like that mm-hmm. dude is really good. He's going to be a really good receiver. They have something special there with Dell and Nico Collins. I think moving forward, and That's even Noah be a Brown. really good wide receiver combo rest of the, or uh, in the next few years. Noah Brown too for sure, but I like I, I can't guarantee he's in their future plans. Like I think if you st- stick with Nico and Tank as your top two receivers for CJ Stroud, that that. Potentially could be like a Bengals esque offense eventually uh, uh, with Chase, like Chase Higgins and Burrow. I think Tank Dell has a little more higher of a ceiling than Nico. Nico's the better receiver as of right now. I think Tank Dell's got a higher ceiling. That dude, that dude could fly, man. He's really good. Mm-hmm. It takes all the pressure off them in future drafts, at least for this next one, because it's like, do they really need to add another wide receiver in the draft? They could probably focus more on the defensive side. And as we've kind of been talking about, defense wins championships. They they might end up in the champ like in a wild card this year already. It's like way ahead of their timeline than they were probably envisioning, right? So they, they could win the division. Honestly, Jacksonville's been yeah. solid, but they haven't been as good as people thought Jacksonville was going to be this year. So no, Houston right. could definitely take that division, in my opinion. I mean, I'm rooting you, for it. Yeah, Me too. I mean, CJ Stroud is probably like the biggest surprise this year. I mean, their whole rebuilding plan—I don't think they expected CJ Stroud to even be this good. So they're way ahead of schedule. And it seems like D'Amico Ryan is pretty pretty good coach. Oh, absolutely. No, he's perfect for what they needed. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool story, too, because he was their former linebacker. Like, probably one of the best defend- defensive players of all time to play for the Houston Texans, D'Amico Ryan. So it's like, it's yeah. just a perfect scenario for them. I'm sure the Texans fans are probably having a blast right now watching this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Over on the Bucks side, though, I mean, I'm pretty impressed by them, though, too. I mean, we were kind of sharing some concerns about how the Bucks look recently, but seems like they're in good position. I mean, they just ran into a bad game here. Buzzsaw. Maybe D- CJ Stroud. Yeah. yeah. But I think the Bucks will be just fine moving forward, though. Honestly, they look good still. Did want to honorable mention Rashad White. He has, you know, there's been a lot of injuries, too, this year. This has kind of played into it, but he has worked himself into an RB1 conversation just volume you know mm-hmm. he's he's getting in the end zone week after week he's getting more than enough targets to support him and 20 carries i think that might be like near his peak for the year but mm-hmm. they're le- they're leaning on him they trust him yeah. it's like people i mean this is just dynasty talk but people are like oh sean tucker's gonna take his job you know whatever else and he showed that he's plenty good enough to hold on to that for the time being at least yeah, he definitely provides a very good balance to the Buccaneers' offense, and I expect to see that more going forward. Exactly. Well said. Um, Ravens 37, Seahawks 3. Stanky. Crazy. <laughs> Fucking Ravens, man. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, picked the Raven, I picked the Ravens to win this game, but the Seahawks, I did not expect them to look this awful. Yeah, me and Dylan picked the Seahawks. Like Moving forward, I should stop picking the ones that Dylan picks. 
I noticed that we we each have kind of have like a rivalry in the point standings. Like Mac Mac has had no sweat since week two. He's just been in first place. He's not even like really paying. He's just picking the games and just smiling and 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 chilling. Kai and I have this rivalry where we we keep going back and forth at second place. A lot of the times we're tied. And then Dylan's own worst enemy is himself. Uh, <laughs> so raging I, takes. Yeah, so Kai and I are having this battle for second place. That's the real battle is me and Kai for second place and then Dylan just trying to get a winning record. <laughs> stay, stay afloat. <laughs> yeah, so um, congrats. I, I just want to go ahead and just congratulate Mac for winning the, the record challenge because I don't think yeah. we're catching up to him. Uh, I'm going to try my hardest. I don't think we're catching up to him. That's a lot Ma- of pressure. Mac Damn. would have to fail utterly. Wait, but- did you just smitty me? Good game, Mac. Uh, oh, just shit. It. Fuck. I'm going to get uh, every pick wrong this week. Hey, uh, I, I hope so, but I don't think you will because you're really good at this. You have a tremendous brain. Not only uh, that, that, too. We picked two similarly. Simmer, similarly. It out. <laughs> let it simmer. Yeah, we, we Those picked, Vegas loggers really hitting you, let it, Apparently, let it, let it simmer. Yeah, our, our picks are way too similar. It's like, even if Mac has a bad week, we're most likely going to have a bad week, too. So Yeah. Um, yeah. so the real, the real contest is who's going to finish second now. That's, yeah. that's how we're going to do that. It's going to be oh, me. What is it? What is, uh, the Arthur me. Smith, uh, toxic group think? Is that what we got toxic going group on? Think. <laughs> yep. I'm not going to lie. I love that phrase. I've been using it in day to day life this week. <laughs> this is very funny. Um, Ravens, 37 Seahawks, three Lamar Jackson, 21 of 26, 187 yards plus 60 rushing yards. Uh, Tyler Huntley came in for garbage time, was five for seven, 38 yards and a touchdown. Keaton Mitchell, nine for 138 and a touchdown. The Gus Bus, five for 52 and two touchdowns. Justice Hill, 13 for 40. Uh, Mark Andrews, nine for 80. OBJ, I believe his first touchdown as a Raven, five for 56 and a touchdown. Uh, probably his first touchdown in like three years, two years, three years. a long time, yeah. yeah. Since uh, the, t- the Super Bowl, maybe? Yeah, because he had a touchdown in the Super Bowl, right? Before, yeah. he, before he tore his ACL. Um, that's always I, I I like having Odell be back in the league, so that's good. I've I've always been an Odell guy. Uh, Isaiah likely four for forty two. Rashad Bateman three for twenty eight. Kyle Van Noy had two sacks. Geno Smith thirteen of twenty eight, one hundred fifty seven yards and an interception. I imagine the Seahawks are going to be in the market for a quarterback uh, in the draft. I, I don't think they're going to like trade or sign anybody. I, I think they'll probably draft somebody, probably start Geno to start the year, unless it's like a Caleb Williams type of thing, which I doubt they will get him. Um, I, I would expect them to definitely be looking quarterback in the draft this year, though. Ken Walker, nine for 16. Kenneth Walker's dropped off the last few weeks. He hasn't. I think he had eight carries last week, nine carries this week. So, I don't so- know what that means, but... It's a, game well, it's a game script. Sharps yeah. looks good, though. That's the problem. Sharps looks very good. Very good. I, I think if Kenneth Walker goes down with an injury, I think Charbonnet is going to be a top 12 play at running back. I, I think he looks really good. He runs hard. He's a great receiver, mm-hmm. too. Uh, JSN continuing his strong little month that he's had, 6 for 63. DK only had one catch for 50 yards and Tyler Lockett three for 32. Tyler Lockett's been overall very disappointing this year. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. A lot of cooks in that kitchen. Very much so. And it doesn't help either that the Seahawks offense has kind of been underperforming as a whole recently too. They finally started riding back to Geno. Um... 
I don't know. There's really not much to talk about in this game. This game sucked. I thought it was going to be one of the better games of the week, honestly. There was like three games that I thought were going to be really good. And it was the Cowboys game, the Bengals game, and then this game. I thought those were the three that had the most potential. And this game just did not show up. The Seahawks did not have anything from like the jump. Yeah, I mean, the the Ravens, man, they're they're clicking at the right time right now. I mean, I think they finally figured out what their identity is as an offense. And it's just a pound that rock. Defense too. Their defense is yeah, really the de- stepped up after the first month. Yeah, I was looking at a few articles and a lot of people are just praising the defensive coordinator over there in Baltimore right now. He's really turned this unit around. And then on top of the Ravens just pounding the rock, being like one of the top rushing offenses in the league, this is a very dangerous team right now. Absolutely. L- looking for them to make some noise towards the end of the season here. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see who, see who wins the AFC North between the Bengals and Ravens. I assume, I mean, the Steelers and Browns, I guess, have a shot too, but I think that they're quite a bit of ways behind the Bengals and the Ravens. I think they're playing the Bengals next week, so we're going to find out a lot. Mm-hmm. That'll be a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, they're fighting to all make it in. Yeah. Probably the best That's division true. this year so far. Yeah. For sure. For yeah, sure. Browns look good too. Yeah. Saints 24, Bears 17, Derek Carr 25 of 34, 211 yards, two touchdowns. Taysom Hill, one for one, three yards and a passing touchdown, plus 52 rushing yards, plus four catches for 13 yards and a touchdown. I honestly need – I think if you have Taysom Hill on your roster in fantasy, you got to start playing him until he until he falls off. Dude, yeah, no. I mean, like I was saying last week, they finally oh, – they finally, him. They finally figured out how to use this guy, and it's it's showing every week now. It's crazy. It kind of hurt Kamara in this game. Kamara really, this is the first bad game Kamara had all year, really. Uh, he, he was only 9 for 26 on the ground and 4 for 44 through the air. It, um, it's, yeah, it's I'm starting to taste him in two leagues next week. Okay. Yeah, um, no, I was going to say it, it definitely did hurt Kamara this week because I noticed there was a opportunity when they were at the goal line and they tried to use Taysom Hill instead of Kamara, and I really needed a Kamara touchdown catch for or just brother. a Kamara touchdown for my bet. So I saw so as soon as they're up at the goal line, they brought Taysom Hill. I was like, oh, great. Here we go. Also, his, flashbacks. his uh, Kamara's snap percentage has steadily dropped off since Jamal Williams' return. Mm, good point. Good point. Yep. Um, Olave, six for 46 and a touchdown. Kendry Miller, one catch for 31 yards. Hurt his ankle. That dude cannot stay on the field. Juwan Johnson, 5 for 29 and a touchdown. Um, I got to say this about Juwan Johnson. That dude's got a big old caboose, dude. I, I kept getting him and Michael Thomas like confused because you can only see the three on their jersey sometimes when they're lined up. And then after a while, I just realized that Juwan Johnson just has a huge ass and Michael Thomas doesn't. So that's how I was telling the difference between the two of them because I really needed Michael Thomas to get some targets. And he only got two, I think, and didn't come close to catching either. So, I get Jawan Johnson's wife on my For You page on TikTok quite a lot. I don't know why. she a baddie? She's a nice young lady. Cool. Um, Foster Moreau, one catch for 23 yards. I mean, Kai, what are we doing here? Uh, Rashid, Shah- Rashid Shaheed, three for, three for 22. What do you mean, what are we doing here? Why did you put... Uh, never mind, never mind. Uh, T-Bag, 18 for 30, 220 yards, two touchdowns, three... You do a great job with the notes, Kai. I'm just giving you shit. You do a great job. You do a great job. Two touchdowns, three interceptions, plus 70 rushing yards. Deontay Foreman, 20 for 83. Darnell Mooney, 5 for 82. Cole Komet, 6 for 55 and two touchdowns. Cole Komet's good, dude. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore, three for 44. The Bears, uh, it was announced today, they they play Thursday night, I believe. They're going to be wearing their orange uniform. So uh, Ooh, we're, that's, bring, that's some bring some sunglasses. Bring some sunglasses for the Thursday night football game. Uh, those, um, those uniforms are so ugly. There's something I wanted to say about this game. Like, obviously, you know, everybody expected the Saints to win. How do they only win by one touchdown, dude? Yeah, huh? it's, it's, it's weird. I mean... The, the Saints offense has been much improved over the last few weeks, but if they still have like some of that Saints mentality that I don't like where, you know, they just, they kind of play down to their opponent's level. Yeah, they sh- this should have been they should have stopped this team. Beating. They should have stopped yeah. this team. The the Bajent. That's what I found out recently. It's uh it's Bajent, not Bajent. Yeah. Is that, that? Is, is that French? It is now. He's always gonna be teabagged to me. Teabag, yeah. right? Teabag, teabag. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this was a big surprise though, too. I think the Saints were favored by like eleven this game, so they didn't cover the spread either. So, I mean, if you bet on the Bears, good on you. Wow. Um. Yeah, I got I got nothing else for this game. I agree with you guys. The Saints should have won by a lot more than this, but the Saints are gonna Saint, I guess. Yeah, I mean, this was a second in consideration for me for my safest game of the week. And after I was seeing what was happening, I was a little worried. I was like, dude, the Bears are just scoring with them. It was like they're going back and forth scoring was at first. Um, You didn't put the score here, but if I remember correctly, the Commanders 20, Patriots 17, I believe. Oh, I did forget uh, to put that. Yeah, it oh, was 20 yeah. to 17. I think it was 20, right? Yeah. Sam Howell, tw- 29. You do a great job, Kai. Fantastic job on the notes, Kai. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sam <laughs> Howell, twenty nine to forty forty five, three hundred twenty five yards. One, interception. One typo. Plus twenty seven uh, rushing yards. Um, see which useless player that we need and we get in this game. <laughs> Brian Robinson, eighteen for sixty three and a touchdown. It's just a fucking roast fest for Kai right now. Uh, Gibby was six for thirty four on the ground and five for forty two through the air. Uh, scary Terry, five for seventy-three. Dotson, four for sixty-nine. Nice, and a nice. touchdown. I think Dotson might be back. Yeah. Uh, Byron Pringle, three for fifty-five. Diami Brown, two for thirty-three. <clears throat> Logan Thomas, four for thirty-one. Jamo, Jamison Crowder, four for twenty-three. Mac Jones was twenty-four for forty-four, two hundred twenty, and a touchdown and a pick. Uh, pick was pretty bad. Ramondre, nine for eighty-seven and a touchdown. Plus had four for forty-two through the air. Pop Douglas, 5 for 55. Juju, 6 for 51. Hunter Henry, 4 for 39. And a touchdown. Uh, I didn't watch much of this game, honestly. I did see the, the Dotson touchdown. It was a pretty nice touchdown. I do think he's back. Uh, and uh, we we keep saying it. Sam Howell is a good quarterback. Yeah, dude. They, they found their guy. I have no doubt about that. I, I do love him. Yeah, he's very tough. He plays. Never gives up. Don't count this guy out. Um, has never had a steak before. Is that correct? No beef. Yeah, I think I think someone was saying that. Yeah, he's uh, Dylan said he has the diet of a teenage girl, likes chicken nuggets, <laughs> chicken right. nuggies. Yeah, he's got a child's diet for sure. Um, Mac Jones is not going to be the quarterback for the Patriots next year, right? I don't know. Ah. He can't be. He just uh-huh. can't be. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots. I wouldn't be surprised. James Winston. Mm. 
God, I just want him to go anywhere else. He deserves I better. I know. He does deserve better. Can he, can he can he be a backup somewhere else. I'm sick of him on the Saints. Dennis Allen does not appreciate him the way he should be appreciated. For some reason, though, I don't see Jameis Winston clicking with Bill Belichick. Why? Because he likes to have fun. You're right. There. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, honestly. no, that's exactly why I'm saying it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots look towards the draft for a future quarterback, like maybe like a, a Michael Penix Jr., something like that. Mm. Okay. I mean, with their record, they're last in the AFC. They could get a Drake May. Drake May. Maybe. Drake May. Michael Penix. Either one. Yeah. Yeah, it's not looking good for them, but it's looking good for their draft picks. Yeah. What are the commanders at right now? Are they at like five and four? What is the? Yeah, they're feisty. Four and five. Four and five. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, they're only what, a game and a half back of the Cowboys, though. So, I mean, they they could sneak into the playoffs. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be. I mean, I, they're in my division, but I love the commanders over. The Giants and the Cowboys. So, yeah, you got a, ta- you got a tattoo on your shoulder. <laughs> um, I don't got much else in this game. Do you guys? No, I mean, yeah. good for, good for Sam Howell. Packers twenty, Rams three. Jordan Love twenty of twenty six, two hundred twenty eight and a touchdown. Aaron Jones twenty for seventy three and a touchdown. Four catches for twenty six yards. Emmanuel Wilson four for forty three. AJ Dillon nine for forty. Uh, Luke Musgrave, three for 51 and a touchdown. Dontavian Wicks, four for 39. Christian Watson only had one catch for 37 yards. Dobbs, three for 36. Jaden Reed, three for 19. What, what are we looking at? The Kansas City Chiefs stat line again? Fucking hell. Um, Packers defense had 10 pass breakups. For the Rams, Brett Rippon struggled mightily, 13 of 28, 130 and an interception. Royce Freeman, 12 for 32. Daryl Henderson, 10 for 19, plus two catches for 16 yards. Uh, they're really missing Kyron Williams. These these guys just don't have the same juice as Kyron did. Cooper Cup two for forty eight. Puka was three for thirty two. Uh, this game sucked. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. bad. Didn't get a lot of airtime on red zone. For it sure didn't. It sure didn't. Um, I, honestly, I I don't have anything to talk about this game. I mean, the the Rams are in trouble without Stafford. Absolutely. Without Stafford and without a good running back in Kyron Williams to balance this offense out, I don't see how this can be fixed. Could LaFleur get fired this year potentially? I don't know. Packers? I mean, they're I don't think so. They're, it was no. their first year of Jordan Love and they're going to be like, "Okay, that didn't work." I feel like know? they're I feel like they're doing just good enough to earn him maybe like a little bit of length on that leash. Fair enough. Plus the front office they know they traded away Russell Douglas. Like they're like, all right, we're not True. doing anything. So True. he'll get another shot. Um, it's not looking good for them though. You know, I mean, this is, is this Aaron Jones contract year? I, I sure fucking hope so. I would love for him to get out of green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. He could find some work somewhere else. Come to the anywhere Eagles. else. Uh, look at I, this guy again. <laughs> get the hell out of here. Texans. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that too. I like that too. I like that a lot. I think D'Amico um, Ryans would love to have a good running back over there right now. Let's move on to because not going to be Dalvin Cook. Let's move on to another stinker. Browns twenty-seven, Cardinals zero. Congratulations to Kai. His safest game of the week is now four and one. Yeah. Say some <laughs> words, Kai. There thank you. Go. you. Thank you. Um, thank you. 
Deshaun Watson, 19 of 30, 219 yards, two touchdowns, plus 22 rushing yards. Jerome Ford, 20 of 44 on the ground, five for 33 through the air. Kareem Hunt, 14 for 38 and a touchdown. Um, I can't really, I, I don't know how to read this Browns backfield situation because it's like, I don't know, Kareem Hunt seems to get the touchdowns, but Jerome Ford got more carries. So I, it's very hard to predict week to week. Uh, I think Kareem Hunt is probably the better play overall, but I think you could play either one of them. I just don't, I wouldn't expect either of them to be all that impressive no matter what. It's kind of like a 15-ish at, at best. You're hoping for Jerome Ford to hit a home run on a long mm-hmm. run. Yes. Yeah. He's between the 20s. Kareem Hunt goes in in yeah. the red zone. So. Seems like Ford gets more receiving work, too. Uh, even though Hunt's shown pretty good receiving chops in his career. Uh, it seems like they throw to Ford more. Uh, I could be wrong there. It seems like that's the case, though. Amari seems Cooper, that way. five for 139 and a touchdown. And Joku, four for 26 and a touchdown. Dalvin Tomlinson at two and a half sacks. The Browns defense had seven sacks, 10 tackles for loss, eight pass breakups, 10 quarterback hits, and two interceptions on Clayton Toon. Um, Clayton Toon, off to a bumpy start in his NFL career. Uh, I believe Dylan at the beginning of the season said that he would start over Josh Dobbs and he would be the future quarterback. So what a shitty take that was. Egg um, on his face. Egg on his face. I'm, I'm doing that because he fucking made fun of me for suggesting Michael Thomas over Brandon Cooks this week, even though Brandon Cooks got literally one point more than Michael Thomas, who got zero. So I. <laughs> what a buffoon. Get your ass out of here, Dylan. Uh, Tune was 11 to 20, 58 yards, two interceptions. Keontae Ingram, nine carries, eight yards. Uh, <laughs> they missed Hollywood they, Brown. Oh, man. I was going to say they missed James Conner so bad. They do. He should be back soon, though. Hopefully, man. Um, Hollywood Brown, four for 24. Trey McBride, three for 22. Uh, Browns look good. Watson looked good. That's all I got for this game, really. Yeah, Cardinals I mean, were dog shit. Kyler Murray will be back next week, uh, according to rumors slash news should be quite an improvement i mean i picked this one as my safest game of the week because i knew the browns defense was going to make this hell for clayton too and i was like there's no way in hell a rookie quarterback beats this defense and like tune wasn't like highly drafted either was he no that's also part of it though too he wasn't like a high profile rookie Mm. he was going to get destroyed by this defense yeah not looking good and without Move James Con- without James Conner, this offense has no balance. There's no juice, none of it. And it's it's almost kind of weird. It's like well, you can't keep players that want to play off the field, but it's it's kind of interesting that um, the Cardinals quarterback Tyler Murray is uh, <laughs> coming back coming, coming back at all. Exactly. It's like why are we trying to all of a sudden win games when you guys are battling for the first overall pick? Interesting. Who knows? I'm sure Kyler wants to play though, and you don't want to piss him off too. So I, and then I guess they want to see what he has potentially. Because like, let's say Kyler comes back and he's really good, they start winning games. You don't have to use that pick necessarily on a quarterback anymore. You can maybe pick somebody for the defense, or maybe a receiver for him, offensive line, and maybe you can like jumpstart the rebuild a little faster, and I'd do a full rebuild and just keep keep Kyler because Kyler's still pretty young. No, he's got to be only like 26 ish, right? Yeah, 27. That's a good point, actually. They gotta still believe in him to be the guy. You're right. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move on. Vikings thirty-one, Falcons twenty-eight. 
this game was crazy. We'll get to it in a second for for various reasons. Jaron Hall was five for six, 78 yards. Actually looked really good, honestly, uh, like better than I expected him to. Left with a concussion. And I believe the first drive of the game, it was like right on the goal line. He got hit like at the two yard line. And you could tell he was dizzy a little bit getting up. They got him off the field immediately, and they brought in Josh Dobbs, who had just arrived there a few days previously from Arizona in a trade. Uh, Dobbs had not really taken a – I don't think he'd taken a single snap in practice with the center. Uh, didn't know a lot of the team, his teammates' names and didn't know the playbook at all. So basically in between plays, Kevin O'Connell was like coaching him in the headset and on the sideline of what the plays were like, okay, you're going to have this over here and then you're going to have this on the left side. And this guy's going to do this. And like do literally doing it play by play. And they somehow find found a way to beat Arthur Smith, who, you know, obviously refuses to use his good players because of toxic groupthink. So, mm-hmm. um, Dobbs was 20 of 30 for 158, two touchdowns plus 66 rushing yards and a touchdown had three fumbles in this game, lost two of them, but they ended up still winning despite of that. You could tell, too, after they won the game, like all his teammates were like coming up to him and like congratulating him and be like, you a dog, you a dog, that type of shit. And like you could tell he instantly earned respect in that locker room. So like honestly, the Vikings might be in decent shape here. Like this could be like a turning point in their season. They'd already had like a really good last month with Kirk Cousins, but now maybe they can keep riding that a little bit. Dobbs was good in Arizona for the most part. And now Minnesota's obviously has a better cast around them around him than Arizona did. So the Vikings could find a way to sneak into the playoffs. I think like they don't have much competition in their division other than the lions, the bears and the Packers suck. So I fully expect the Vikings to at least get second place, and the, they won't touch the Lions. They'll definitely get second place in the division, and they could they could sneak into the playoffs. If yeah. there was any doubt about Justin Jefferson coming back, it's gone. He's coming back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in a good position for him to come back. Um, so, rejoice, Alexander Madison, sixteen for forty-four, two catches for forty-nine yards and a touchdown. Cam Akers, eighteen for or eight for twenty-five. I'm sorry, three catches for thirteen yards. Uh, tore his Achilles, the other Achilles. You remember he tore one Achilles a couple years ago? This is the other one. So now he's had two torn Achilles, one on each foot. So that's not probably good for his career, rest of his career. I Hopefully he can make a little comeback. League. Don't blame you. Don't blame you. Uh, I, I, he's done. He's running done. backs usually don't come back from one Achilles injury, let alone two. So On, uh, both, I, on both feet. Yeah, so it's probably not a good sign for Cam rest of his career. Uh, hopefully he hopefully he can make a return. I'm rooting for him, but it doesn't look great. It'll be um, a backup. Like I don't think he'll be able to Deontay Foreman his way back yeah, into the league. You know, I agree. like yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that we see some more Ty Chandler moving forward from the Vikings. Uh, I feel handler. like. I feel like when he has the ball, he makes stuff happen. Not like, you know, like not like 50-yard touchdowns or anything like that. He's not Devon Achan, but I feel like he can easily catch like a screen pass, go take it for like 15 yards. I don't know. I've always been a Ty Chandler guy. I know Mac is a Ty Chandler guy. Kai doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, but... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He writes good notes, though. (laughs) He's constantly just jabbing fucking Kai. Hey, I know uh, ball. I know ball. Whatever, bud. Uh, yeah, so I, ho- I hope hopefully we see Ty Chandler get some more work here. TJ Hawkinson, 7 for 69. Nice. Jordan Addison, 5 for 52. Brandon Powell, 2 for 15 in a touchdown. I believe he had the game-winning touchdown, no, at the end? Powell? Is that him? 
Yeah, he did. I think so, yeah. Um, Taylor Heineke, 21 of 38, 268 yards, a touchdown and a pick, plus 20 rushing yards. Bijan only had 11 carries for 51 yards, lost a fumble. Tyler Algier, 12 for 39 and a touchdown. Arthur Smith came out and said that he thinks he's one of the best short yardage guys in the league, so probably not good for Bijan for him to be talking Tyler Algier up like that. Johnu Smith, 5 for 100 and a touchdown. Kaderil Hodge, 3 for 60. Kyle Pitts, 4 for 56. Matt Collins, 3 for 36. So in my opinion, the Falcons look better with Heineke. Uh, Still not like a perfect team or anything like that, but I think Heineke puts them a better chance to win. Um, I don't know. How how do you guys feel about that? So it's actually crazy because I picked the Falcons to win this game, and I felt really good about it because Jaron Hall was going to be the QB. What I didn't count on was Josh Dobbs coming in and just lighting it up. So, but if someone would have told you the circumstances, like Kevin O'Connell having to teach him in between snaps and I shit know, like that, that that's he also, would still have been like, "Well, the Falcons got this easy." I mean, but still, though, I mean, I still think Josh Dobbs is a great quarterback, good enough to win games. I just did not expect great quarterback. him. I did not expect him to be in this game at all, and I was like, "Holy crap!" I, think he's I don't know why I took the Vikings, but yeah. I, was, we said that on the Saturday pod. We're like, Mac is the only person picking the Vikings for some reason. So obviously the Vikings are going to win, right? And we're like, yep, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I said that too. I was like, what the hell? And then as soon as Josh Dobbs came in and they were doing better, I was like, God, fucking Mac and his witchcraft, dude. I, like, I don't understand. He just knew. He just knew. He's a god. Um, you get me? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Arthur Smith stuff is getting annoying. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy that I don't have any Falcons anywhere. I literally don't have a single Falcon, I think, on any team. He's a very, so, very unlikable coach. Extremely, bro. Uh, it just He thinks he knows more than everybody, which, I mean, granted, he knows more football than I'll ever know, but at the same time, it's like, I know well enough to like use your good players. Like Even using Jonu Smith over Kyle Pitts is, is like a fireable offense, in my opinion. And Jonu's not a bad player, but it's like Kyle Pitts can actually like change the offense if you use him. So like, why not? And now you have a quarterback that can actually potentially get him the ball from time to time. Like, Come on, you got to lean on London, you got to lean on Pitts, and you got to lean on Robinson if you want to win. Uh, yeah. And Arthur Smith just goes, no, I, don't, I won't do that. Pretty simple formula, but they don't follow it. I would agree. Yeah. Um, good for Dobbs, though. I was happy for Josh Dobbs. He seems like such a good kid. Uh, yeah. He seems like a really nice guy, so I'm happy for him. It's very so, impressive. Yeah, Rocket scientist. That's why he can figure out how mm-hmm. to figure out this offense so quickly, apparently. Super smart guy. It's so. just so, it's so crazy that he can just come into a game where he's been with the offense less than a week, hasn't had time to adjust to their philosophy and he just comes in and does his thing it's absolutely nuts yeah all right let's get to the week 10 thursday night football preview goodness gracious this is a horrible game panthers one and seven bears two and seven fields is questionable tremaine edmonds and terrell smith are questionable brian burns is questionable and lavisca chenault is questionable so um (laughs) uh where should we start this preview at uh uh, this could. This is probably going to be Bryce Young versus Tyler Tyson Tyson Bajent, right? I don't think I don't think Fields is going to play. He's gotten in two limited practices so far this week, so there's a chance for okay. Fields to make an appearance once again. But it's tough for the Bears. It's not like they have a lot of draft capital. They're, you know, I don't know. They do they have a lot of draft capital. Are they? They're the, the oh, so but they do want to beat the Panthers because they have their first round pick. Mm-hmm. So maybe Fields plays. 
Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they better with fields? I don't even know if they are. They probably are. Ooh, they probably are. They probably, they probably are. are. Yeah. I yeah. have no idea who I'm going to pick for this game. Yeah, this is a. Yeah, this is such a stinky one. I'm Ice taking the bears. Dylan right now. You're picking the bears. I'm taking the bears. Yeah, the I think, bears. I think my inner I'm, dialogue right now is like, follow Mac. <laughs> <laughs> pick who Mac picks. <laughs> yeah, I think for that reason too. I think I'm going to pick the bears. I mean, the Panthers. Look Howard. Like, Panthers look awful. Shut up. Uh, um, the it's not like the Bears have looked that good. Like they were okay this week, but they looked atrocious against the Chargers last week. Yeah, Montez Sweat coming in with a new deal. I'll pick the Bears too, but I'm not happy about it. I imagine Dylan's going to pick the Bears as well, but I have not spoken to him about it yet. So we'll we'll get Dylan's pick here before Thursday night. Um, other than that, I think that's it, folks. So. Mm. This sucks. I'm not even excited for Thursday Night Football this week. Oh, I'm not watching that. I'm not (laughs) watching that. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I have other things to do. Uh, So follow us at Raging Takes on all social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, threads, uh, RagingTakes at gmail.com if you want to give us an email. I am at Mantana Sauce on Twitter. Kai is at RTPKai. And Mac is at It's Mac Brup, B-R-U-H. Dylan is at Such a Wise Fool. And uh, we will be back on Saturday to preview the rest of the games on the Week 10 slate. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.